Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Happy Birthday to Just Trent, uh, aka Happy Birthday to Justin Smith, big super producer Justin Smith, who assassinated DJ Daniel and became one of the uh, super producers. Uh, engineer, editor of the Daily TDZ. We miss you, Daniel. Full app, and yeah, it just makes us sound smart. Uh, makes the record go smoothly uh, yeah. all around. A very cool guy. Uh, shout out, to <laughs> super pretty producer. cool dude. Uh, pretty cool dude. Uh, and so shout is out DJ to Panel, super producer Just Trend Smith. Uh, Charlie Watts is trending. The drummer from the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Past eighty. Yeah. I mean, they're getting they're getting up there, man. Yeah, I, I I just remember like yeah, at first it's like yeah, he's not gonna be able to tour, and then it's like oh, he died. Um, it's, it's that sucks. I I always thought like whenever I'd watch him play drums, he looked so effortless playing yeah. rock drums that I all it was like the most fun thing to for me to watch Charlie Watts like with his just sort of like turtle movement style. Yeah, he did very not. Measured. He yeah, it seemed very easy to him. Like yeah. he was not a uh, like he would look down his nose at like a. Uh, What's it? What's the drummer from uh, Guns N' Roses who was like really expressive and like made a big deal about every every Is drum? Steve he Adler. Hit? Yeah, I think I'm thinking of Steve Adler. Yeah. Um, well, then drugs, yikes, <laughs> alcohol, just it'll hey. happen. It'll happen. But yeah, um, rest in peace, Charlie Watts. I I'm sure there's. I will text my mother and father and see if they heard the news. Yeah. Are they big Stones fans? Not really, but I mean, like, I would always like my mom. I would she would always laugh at this like impression of uh, Charlie Watts. I would do um, as a kid. Really, remember that? Just because I was like, I don't know, like as a kid, I, he always struck me as odd. Like in that group of musicians, I'm like, this dude. I was like, first of all, he looks like I was like, he looks like grandma, because like my mom's mom had like very short like white hair, and <laughs> it's like kind of like Charlie Watts is like bowl cut, and I was like, oh, it looks like old Bachang. And that's, you know, I just call you grandmother in Japanese. And my mom's like, dude, shut up. She was like, shut the fuck, you idiot. I'm saying that shit. So you but would do your grandma playing the drums? Yeah, and I was just like, but then I was just like, pretend to play drums, like pretend to be Charlie Watts. Like I was like a little old, like unwrapped mummy and shit. Oh, man. Um, but anyway, look, many memories were had to you, Charlie, so respect. Yeah. Jerry Jones is trending, you know. Double J. I- didn't, it's always interesting, you know, coming into a story, you realize, okay, this person is trending. You read the first sentence of this like, okay. quote, everyone has a right take. to make their own decisions regarding their health and their body. And I'm okay. like, oh, but Jerry, not, wouldn't be surprised in the least bit. Is this a uh, button hook route? Are we going to fly? <laughs> it's a deep post. What are we doing However, here? he continues. Mm-hmm. I believe in that completely until your decision as to yourself impacts negatively many others. Uh, not the most straightforward way of putting that, but I see what he's saying. Poetic. Then the common good takes over and I'm arm waving here, but that has everything to do with the way I look at our team, the Cowboys or the way I look at our society. We have got to check I at the door and go forward with we, your Dallas Cowboys are doing that. So, I mean, that is not a popular take in Texas, I'm assuming. No, but um, clearly trying to use the leverage of the of the mighty Dallas Cowboys to try and be like, hey, you ain't a Cowboys fan unless you fuck with the vaccine. Jerry Jones out. And right. look, he tried it. I don't know. I haven't begun to read the replies on some of the tweets that uh, were on there, but it's mostly people who were like surprised, like, whoa, okay, Jerry Jones. Wasn't expecting that from you. But like I said... People know at the end of the day, 
you got to have people healthy if they're going to keep buying things. Right. Shutting shit down doesn't work and on some freedom rah-rah shit um, without people having their health. And that's why, the I mean, very cynically, that's one way I believe many business owners like, no, 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 vaccine, 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 vaccine. vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. People have money to be made, uh, which Jerry Jones always has that in the back of oh, his mind. But you know what? Perfect. Some fucking just based replier on Twitter just says, because my money is more important than your freedoms. That's all I heard here. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. That would be awesome if this was the thing. Like, because the FDA, they, they had the immediate clapback for the FDA approval. But if Jerry Jones, like, started the groundswell of people actually getting the vaccine. Wow, some people are so weird. They're like, well, then why is smoking cigarettes still, still legal? Oh, I mean, honey. Okay. We've got a long way to go, don't we? And it's also like not legal when it affects other people, which is yeah, the I mean, same like, issue here. Like you can't smoke on an airplane. Why can't you smoke on an airplane yeah. anymore? Huh? Because of secondhand. Um, yeah. Okay. There you go. You just figured it out, sir. Go on now. Busta is trending. Now this is uh, the opposite side of that coin. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, the man from leaders of the new school, Flip Mode Squad, Busta Bus. As in Busta fucking rhymes. Uh, he a clip came out of him back in June where he was at a like live show in St. Louis. And you know what? Another one. A, a, a clip that starts off. We're like, okay, I, I like the energy of this take. I don't know where it's going. And then it takes a turn. COVID can suck a dick. Okay, yeah. COVID yeah, can suck a I dick. Agree. Okay, sure. Not a fan. Uh oh. Like now groans. Okay, so noted uh civil liberties advocate Buster Rhymes um <laughs> has has made it known where he stands on all this. I like how yeah. dude the, the best for some of the people's replies to the Buster Rhymes. Do you think Ron Funch just said like Buster Rhymes really looking for an extinction level event? <laughs> <laughs> Then another one said, put your mask where my eyes can see people nice. putting that shit in there. So, I mean, oh boy. I mean, not, not to, uh, you know, say anything disparaging, but uh, Buster Rhymes certainly doesn't have as much money at stake uh, with regards to, you know, <laughs> his, his live shows as uh, Jerry Jones does. Um, so, you know, yeah, not that true. many people. It's not like he's got, he's selling out a tour. So it's easy for him to. Just uh, do the standard. I've been rich for too long thing, and yeah, uh, you well, know. that's that's where people have to let that melt away and says that's not Busta Rhymes up there speaking. That's Trevor Smith, right? Some fucking guy LLC who's also Busta Rhymes, but that's Trevor Smith. That's Trevor Esquire. Yeah, um, yeah. Man, he has such a like his music has such a specific like energy to it that I feel like. Yeah, dude. Cause nothing that, that else freedom? like captured. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? His ability to fucking not listen to the status quo. Yeah. Like there was just something <laughs> about his energy that told me this guy does not uh, follow, follow the pack. You know, he's not oh, a, man. he's not a follower. Yeah. Um, but man, I, re I really, when I first discovered him, that was like his, his music was the like, took over the whole energy of like a couple weeks of my life in like, I don't know, eighth yeah. grade, ninth grade. Anyways, uh, 
RIP to his mansions and RIP more to Jerry Jones's mansions and RIP to Charlie Watts. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, and uh, Havana syndrome, uh, which we've talked about many times on this show, um, is trying to cross over into the mainstream. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's been a news story that's been covered kind of as a puzzling event. But, you know, because so many military sources that the mainstream media trusts are like CIA and Pentagon are on board with the Havana syndrome, you know, the it's been taken pretty... They've been given a lot of credulity, even though the symptoms seem to suggest a weapon that does not uh, seem scientifically possible as far as we know uh, at this stage. And also because one of the people who suffered the kind of sonic attack, what was being thought of as a sonic attack and then was being thought of as microwave attack. um, They a big part of the early reports was sound. They were, they recorded the sound and people identified it as a type of insect that is native to Cuba. And that was probably just a new sound to them. So combination of a lot of things, the symptoms seem to be pretty diffuse and, uh, you know, could, could be just the flu or, you know, some, some of these things, but then they say they experience very acute like attacks. So I don't know. Um, I don't know, but I'm always no surprised does. by how physical the impact of psychogenic events can be. Anyways, the mainstream is picking up. This is not the first time I've seen this as like the main headline on uh, Drudge because her trip to Hanawai uh, was at least delayed, might end up being canceled after two staffers fell ill there uh, with Havana syndrome symptoms and you know, early stages, but this story just keeps getting, I don't know. It feels like a lot of stories where there are two incompatible realities and the two sides are just like careening towards each other without blinking. And like nobody is admitting or like backing down or being like, yeah, you know, we're, we're still trying to figure this out. It's just like, no, this is real. No, this other thing that can't possibly be also true. And then they're, not gonna back down until who the hell knows so we'll see where's it popping up next it's in hanoi it's in fucking havana it's in weren't there some people in like europe too who said they were getting Mm. hit with it also yeah yeah vienna uh, i think was a worldwide baby yeah it's it's gotten everywhere china not russia surprisingly i don't think uh even Mm. though they think that it's it is from russia and all the all the sites have like the uh have communist histories uh, or a lot of them do at least exactly so think twice before you start barking for medicare for all you know how the cia does when it comes to communism um yeah they they use it as a boogeyman to do other awful shit (laughs) huh (laughs) anyways i don't mean to disparage because i think of of any people the most sympathetic uh figures in uh, america are definitely covert cia agents uh you know, an institution yeah, that's never done chaos agents. Wrong. Yeah, just yeah. infiltrating governments. And I, just, well, I don't know. I don't know. 
Cuomo uh, apparently left his dog behind at the governor's mansion. He uh, says no now. He right. says it so didn't happen. A, it feels like it could be one of those stories that just manifested because it was so like perfect for who he was that just somebody thought they heard that and like right, it just right. went from there. Um, but even his in his denial, he said that he asked people to take it while he went on vacation, which seems no. He like, said he had to look at a like monitor a storm down back in the city, so he had to leave Albany. And then asked someone if they wanted the dog. But then there's like a report that the person gave the dog back because they couldn't handle the dog. If we've learned one thing about the dogs of uh, political executives, mm-hmm. the, it's they're tough to they're they're hard to handle, man. Yeah. You know, I, and I think like anything, just learn to know that whatever he's saying is probably bullshit. <laughs> Especially yeah. when you heard his defense of things, you're like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't. Yeah. His oh, kind of speech on the way out was, uh, you know, hmm. you know, when you're the governor and you have a work trip and you give your dog away to a subordinate, like, do, were you doing this every time you had to leave Albany? Right. Just, you know, hey, you want it, my dog for a couple of days? Oh, if it works out, I don't know, maybe you take it. Huh? <laughs> That's very strange. And finally, Tony Hawk is trending. He is selling 100 skateboards uh, that are painted with his blood. Yeah. Um, He's got bloody fucking skateboards out here. A hundred skateboards painted with actual blood. And they say each board boasts a vial's worth of Hawk's DNA mixed in with the paint for the decks. Um, I don't know what that means. A vial's worth of DNA is that could be like a hair follicle. You know, if you really, but I mean, but look, he clearly got his blood drawn and they show them putting that shit in the paint. So sick yeah i don't yeah. the dna thing suggests like i don't know that they're gonna try to clone tony hawk um even though he's mixing in with the with the paint so yeah it's not, it's not like you just have a a pure specimen of tony hawk's blood that you yeah this is all going high to, with the whole thing is it's going to like an anti-plastics non-profit um because i think he has some kind of stake in like that that canned water liquid death oh okay got it um so i think like it's all kind of working together or i know that liquid death is sort of helping put this all together so i think oh no it's just a collab i guess between the two so is liquid death like a anti-plastics kind of initiative essentially yeah by having them in aluminum cans they want to do away with the plastic bottles and shit like that. But I remember when we did Sketchfest in San Francisco, yeah. when we did that live show, they had that like all throughout Sketchfest. And I remember being like, yo, what the fuck is this beer? And then I was like, oh shit, it's canned water. All right. Right. Cool. You know who owns Liquid Death? Who? Louisville, Louisville Slugger. The aluminum bats. They have leftover <laughs> aluminum. That's what it comes down to. Um, Good love to hear it. I'm glad yeah. to know that they're still in there. Them in Big Easton. aluminum. Yeah, Easton. Easton and Louisville, they're like working together again, trying to make when when aluminum was king. I had the uh, Little League World Series on uh, the other day in the background, and it was pretty exciting. There was like a grand slam. It was hmm. fun, fun times. I think it was okay. Michigan v. Texas. And oh, I don't... the, the uh, Liquid Death was created by a former Netflix creative director. Nice. Cool. She's good at branding. 
Shout out to yeah, them. and I'm, shout yeah. out to them. Would love to know the origin story. Did he have like a VC friend who he went to Stanford with? And he's like, "What if we did this, dude?" Oh, almost definitely. All right, guys. Well, that is gonna do it for us uh, this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, but you have about 24 hours from right now to yeah. go out get your live show tickets. Uh, the live show is going down uh, in almost exactly 24 hours. Uh, it's gonna be a blast. We got Crofton. Uh, we got Tom Hanks uh, in, you know, just <laughs> in conversation. Uh, we'll talk about Tom Hanks. I love Hanks. just leaving it hanging on there. We got yeah. Tom Hanks. This we got fetish. Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I was oh, teasing no. Shrek for a long time before I realized it was the wrong show. Oh, oh well. Go! Uh, anyways, um, it's well, going to be super though. fun. Go to... Uh, momenthouse.com slash the daily zeitgeist momenthouse.com slash the daily zeitgeist uh and we will hopefully see y'all there until then uh be kind to each other be kind to yourselves wear a mask get the vaccine don't do nothing about white supremacy we'll talk to y'all tomorrow